Well, my friends, my name is Adam, and this is the Get Pipe Podcast, where we love to pipe. And today, well, as always, I am joined by my good friend, Nick, a.k.a. the producer guy. Nick, what's up, man? Hey, Adam. How you doing, brother? All around me are familiar faces. <laughs> he was, like, you're just sitting there, just staring all sad. He's just like looking at I was at just staring face. off into like the abyss right there. I didn't oh, want to say good. Man. I didn't want to say bad. I didn't want to say meh. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah doing know. good. <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> no, nah, dude, it's. It's finally, finally, really pretty out, really beautiful out. It's sixty-six degrees out, and uh, windows open, so it's nice, sunny, and shiny. We're we're running out of time in Washington for the the sunny, shiny days. I think Ooh. come mid October, hopefully, hopefully to the end of October. Uh, I'd like yeah. to leave for Vegas and it's sunny, and then maybe come back and it's rainy. I'll be cool with that. Okay. Uh, but it'll make it'll make waiting for the Vegas Pipe Show so much better. But if it gets rainy in the next week or two, it's just rain the whole time. I'm going to be big sad. True. Yeah. And that's not conducive to pipe smoking. It really is not. Mm-mm. Not at all. Even though you got that nice porch, but I feel like, yeah, but even, I, even dude, then, I don't know your, your routine. Uh, we talked about it. Exactly. Is is the car thing? Well, yeah. I was thinking about it while I have been afforded the, the luxury, if you may, of the porch, I don't know, man. It just sucks. Like it, it's yeah. really shadowy. The in the winter, it's not horrible because there's no there's leaves. no leaves or anything. Yeah, uh, and you can see the water very directly. You can see distantly in the water. Um, there's like a little little bay out there, so it's like pretty. But I don't know, man. It's just like it wasn't built for the purpose of being a porch. It, it, it was built for the purpose of just being a porch. You know, so like right. The design is it's just overlooking woods and you're like right up against the woods. Like, damn, if it was another 15 feet, you could almost touch the damn thing. Um, So I don't know. It's just like really shadowy over there because it's this it's uh, on the west side. So like you don't get any sun until the Mm. end of the day. And I don't know, man. So I I don't really love it out there. So I got you. Yeah, I um, I got back from trip to the Outer Banks, which was fun. Um, I'll be honest, I, I didn't do much, that much smoking. I got a cigar or two in, but what's difficult by the beach is that it's always windy. Dude, and yeah, wind murders smokes. Yeah, and it was not even that conducive for a cigar, which you can, in my, it just in my experience and opinion, it's easier to kind of keep lit, I would say, just Absolutely. for me. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's literally just light and yeah, yeah. So don't knock. Yeah, literally. So yeah, it was. I thought it was going to be more pipe and cigar time, but it wasn't as much as I thought it was going to be, which is unfortunate in that realm. What was very fortunate was it was an amazing time. I mean, it was beautiful. It was it was great. If you have never been, and this is not necessarily to you, but to everyone else listening, if you're on the East Coast. Uh, Midwest region or mid mid Atlantic region. Uh, Outer Banks is awesome. If you haven't been, most of you probably know that. Um, this is my is first it just time a going. beach? I, I don't. I'm geographically yeah, don't know anything about it. Yeah, so it's just um, 
it's just kind of like a, um, I want to say like a outer rim area. So it's like there's water on both sides. So you have the Atlantic oh, okay. Ocean on the east side, and then there's like um, I don't know if it's like considered a bay or whatever, like a gulf uh, or something. Uh... Yeah, something like that on the on the west side. Um, but it's just kind of a secluded location in terms of the only way to get there is basically like by a bridge, um, so to speak. So yeah, it's, it's a sound is what it's, what it's. Okay. So, yep. So you have different, the, uh, album. Yeah. I can't even, it's funny that it's a sound because that's, we don't have a bay behind my house. It's a, it's the sound. Interesting. And I know, I don't really know what the sound is, but I know it's the Puget sound. Right. That's all I know. Yeah, because there's like multiple sounds. There's one. Yeah, there's like two, there's like three. bangs. There's clacks. There's knocks. There's I horns. hated that so much. I might delete this episode. <laughs> 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 no, but um, yeah, man, it, it was great. We we had this uh, house. So basically, there were six, technically seven, if you count our son. But six adults, one small child, two dogs. We all rented out this house. It was it was awesome. And, you know, sunrise views, sunset views, and nice, yeah, dude. It was a good uh, good time away. So very happy about that. But yeah, it was it was nice to it was nice to get home. Didn't feel actually. I kind of got sick that yeah, last you did. day. You tell me. Yeah, just fever. Felt like there was a rock in my chest just heavy so got 12 hours of sleep last night and i'm feeling a lot better and uh hopefully some more pipes pipes here soon but you know what else is is soon oh cue the music cue the music uh what is soon is the vegas international pipe show which i was i've been thinking about this a lot not because it's coming up but this right now I'm trying to gauge what the collective mindset is behind the folks who are listening right now. Of the couple hundred, I don't even know how how, how many people listen. You don't got to say that, but... It depends. It's, it's I... more than 10, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll, say, we'll say out of 100 people who, who listen, there's probably only going to be like 7-ish to 9-ish maybe who are, who are going to be going to the pipe show. And, and that's that makes sense. So that's like a even even I would even say that's like a high number. You know what I mean? Like okay. See, it's funny. It's funny I say that because if I were to change my one hundred number figure to a thousand, I would not then say like seventy. Yeah, I would. I would say probably twelve or thirteen. So basically, (laughs) I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But my my point is, a lot of folks cannot go. So this is not to exclude you, but it is to, honestly, as we try to build up the Vegas Pipe Show, it's less to, in earnest, it's less to get you to go to this one. It's more to get you to go to another one. And maybe next year's, maybe maybe the Chicago next year in April. Uh, so so that's kind of where, where we're at. Uh, I mean, we are obviously going, we're going to be recording our live show on Sunday, one of the premier events. Thanks so much to Brian for, you know, he actually shouted it out on uh, the Country Squire. Which was yep. pretty cool. Uh, we were uh, the first few times um, that when the Vegas Pipe Show was announced, and whenever he's talked about it, he'd, he'd you know go over a couple of the exhibitors, and we were always we were never mentioned, right? 
But after week after week after week, the Get Pipe podcast endured more episode after episode, content after content. Indeed. And Brian remembered. A little bug went into Brian's head and said, you know what? The Get Pipe guys are going to be here. Let's say that. You know what I mean? So, so we're back on the radar, boys, and by back on the first time ever. Uh, and it should be a really, really awesome trip. We're really excited to get out there. Nick and I will, and Get Wife and producer wife will be out there for about a week, just about just under a week. So, yeah, man, come on yeah. out, say hi to us, come come check out the uh, the live show on Sunday, and you guys can, you know, if we're, we're trying to plan something cool too, if you maybe show up with a fanny pack on or something, you'll get something, something out of my pocket. Or after uh, out of my fanny pack, I don't. Maybe it's a pocket <laughs> jar. Maybe it's stickers. Maybe it's a whole damn T-shirt. I don't know. Uh, but more more on that. But yeah, we're we're super excited for Vegas, man. And and if you guys can't go, you know, just definitely keep an eye on the content because we will absolutely be be broadcasting pretty much the entire event as best we can. Uh, we we want to keep our focus on the event and our attention on the event. But that said, we're not gonna let you guys down. We're not gonna let the folks who cannot go down. So we will definitely be reporting on. Uh, the happenings, the things we want, the things we like, the things we hate. And uh, there'll be many topics, probably what's up in smokes episodes in the coming uh, month that'll that'll cover the the, the whole uh, event. True. But um, we won't talk your ear off anymore. If you need more information, check out VegasPipeShow.com for more information. Again, it's October 21st through the 23rd. Check out the website. Thanks to Brian and Dave uh, for putting this on and uh we are super excited for it but yeah man did you uh i I did want to ask um did you get anything in the mail lately have you gotten anything good made any pipe moves tobacco moves i know i got something yeah so uh let's go with you first what you got some well again like like most times um I didn't actually buy this. Um, it was sent to me by uh, by someone, you know, a, a good friend of mine, um, and it was a tin of tobacco. Um, it was it was the the latest release from Missouri Meerschaum. It is. <laughs> I was like, who's this? Who's this motherfucker that's sending you shit? <laughs> <laughs> It's Adam. He's sending me stuff. He he sent me uh, two tins of Orchard Mist. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Obviously sending one over to his, his way over in Washington. But uh, yeah, it was it was a nice little surprise to come back home to, to have those uh, in the mailbox. So excited to crack that open. And uh, I need to get a knife. I need to get like a tobacco. A, a plug knife? It, it's not a plug. Is it a cake? I forget. Um, I think it's cake. I, th- I think it is a cake. It's a crumble. But either cake. way, okay. Either way, either way, a knife still works for cakes. Yeah. But yeah, I need a. I need to get one of those. Um, there's a bunch of like cool folks out there on the. I guess it would be considered the IGPC who like make stuff like whether uh, it's you know leather goods, it's all kinds of other stuff. So. Maybe uh, maybe I'll reach out to someone. Or we reach out to the GPPC, the GPCCPCP, Wait, actually, so this is what I'm going with. GPPC. 
this is what I'm going with. So we have, you guys know about the Discord. That is the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. That is a pipe club. Discord is a pipe club. That doesn't mean those for the folks who have no desire to join Discord or download more apps, you guys are still, this is something we definitely overlook. Like the GP, the GP PC, that's a thing. The Get Pipe Pipe community. Oh. That exists. Okay. You know, like I got a letter from, like a founding member, a gentleman who recognized me at uh, at the Chicago show. That was Larry. We talked about him last week, or was it the weekend before? True. I don't remember. Two, I talk a lot. Week. Yeah. Well, we recorded remember. both. I don't know. Anyway, you know what I mean? So that was, that was like, and it's just an older guy who just listens to the podcast. So you two, who are you as in the folks who don't care about downloading crazy kids apps or whatever, you guys are part of the GPPC, so please send an email or uh, reach out to Nick on Instagram if if you're a knife guy, if you either know a ton about knives or you make your own knife or know what your, I don't know, your best friend or cousin or your neighbor makes knives. Like, hey, the connection to the GPPC in any capacity is is a win on our part. So True. we'd love to take a look, you know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be awesome. And then I'd mention you on this podcast. Absolutely. But yeah. Yeah, uh, that was that was the main thing I had. Um, I know I sent you over a care package. I think you already we already talked yep. about that yep. that one. Uh, kind of. So I'll give you. We try to. A lot of podcasts have like a. We talked about this too before, but a lot of talk talk about um, a recent acquisitions. So we were featured on Pipe and Tamper. If you guys have not, this is something I want to mention at the forefront of the episode. If you haven't seen or listened to the latest Pipe and Tamper podcast uh this is at the time of recording it was episode 112 i mean it will always be 112 nick and i were 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 featured so it was the first time i'd ever been asked to be on a podcast actually it's the second time the first one was a little bit different different pipe thing but uh this one was specifically a pipe podcast asked me to be on their show and it was freaking awesome and i'm super honored about it but go check it out we talked about a lot about pipe shows we talked about vegas stuff we talked about a little bit more deeper nuanced questions into the origins of Nick and I's smoking journey. It was just a good conversation. So you can check that out on YouTube or on any of the, uh, the pipe smoking uh, podcast platforms. So that's, that's just the pipe and tamper, their latest episode one, one, two. So outside of that, uh, like you, you'll see that we, they ask us about our, like what pipes did we get? So we're trying to keep it a little bit different, but this is all like pipe. Or I guess I'm like kind of like planning this as we're talking about it. 37 damn episodes in. It's just like pipey. What what pipey stuff, you know, is going on. So I got um, a bunch of stuff from the Country Squire. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Nick had finally sent it over. A uh, lot of good stuff. I'm still still smoking through it. And I actually smoked, I mean, being Lord of the Rings month, I smoked um, Green Dragon, their Virginia blend, in a church warden today. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I, That's a... <laughs> That's embracing I, I was, it. Yeah, I was clenching this MF, this 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 church warden in my car driving. Jeez. It was like I mean it was ridiculous, but it was like not as regrettable as I thought it would be uh based on a couple poetic? episodes ago. It was cool, man. There there was something nice about ho- like holding this the the stem with like almost almost like a you know like the I'm thinking like Django Unchained where uh, Leonardo DiCaprio smokes his cigarette from like his little cigarette stick and it's very like yeah. pompous and that's kind of how I was and I felt good about it. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> the pipe I was smoking was my very first real pipe. 
it was my it was a Peterson church ward and the one that my dad got me. Uh, it's a rusticated. It's very beautiful. I haven't smoked this thing five years, six years. It's been sitting on my shelf just collecting dust. And Dang, I will never get rid of it because of the story. It being my first like quote real pipe. And that's not to discount anybody who doesn't have like a briar pipe or a name brand pipe. All pipes are real pipes. But right, in, right. in my worldview, that was like, that was like, you have a Peterson pipe. You know what I mean? You have a pipe factory pipe. Um, so yeah, it was cool. It was kind of, it was wholesome to, to break it out. But outside of that, man, other, I also got some, uh, got a lot of stuff for YouTube. Lots of stuff that I, I owe people for YouTube. Oh. oh, yeah. Really cool stuff coming. Um, and I'm, I think I owe like a video or two. I owe three videos to three people who've sent me stuff to like kind of review, oh. kind of talk about, which is really cool. Um, I don't, I get, I get less than a thousand views. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I get, uh, I got a box of really awesome stuff from Mr. Brog pipes. It's a very prominent, uh, at least at one time was very prominent uh, Polish pipe factory. And they're very, very affordable. Originally, their pipes were, eh, it was like a, it was like a Graybo equivalent, but I don't know, man, they sent me some pretty insane stuff, like pretty, pretty, pretty stuff, like, and just outland, I'm super excited to make a video on it, um, so that, that, here we go, so to kind of help me with the content and, and getting my stuff uh, together, if you guys have any feedback, uh, your own personal opinions on uh, or reviews of like any Mr. Brog stuff, please send it to me, show at getpipe.co uh, or through Instagram, Discord or whatever. And I'll, I'll probably use some of your quotes and experiences in, in the video. It's essentially going to be a artisan spotlight, but a new series that I'm going to make, I'm going to transition it over to a factory spotlight. So they'll be the first, first piece. Um, I haven't smoked any, so it could go horribly. I could smoke all of them and be like, wow, these are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. No, 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 that won't happen. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited to, to get after it. And then I got uh, two pipes, two art, artisan pipes, which will be, one of them will actually be given away. I'm not going to reveal who, I'm not going to reveal what, but look From towards... Me. To, or to me? No. I mean, I guess you can enter the giveaway, but then if you Sweet. win, we'd be canceled and be called <laughs> frauds and charlatans and conmen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so you can my, my point is check out the youtube uh, youtube.com slash get pipe now because come mid-november maybe first week of december you could be winning a really really beautiful artisan pipe and it's i'll, I'll show nick nick gets the uh the inside scoop but it's they're pretty freaking insane uh and then uh yeah i think i think that's it oh and then i got a coffee pipe it's called the bripe and we'll talk about that soon because i still i got i owe them a review um interesting yeah, yeah. Well, we'll leave it at that. Keep, keep all right. You can Google it, but it, in the coming episodes, we'll have a good discussion about it. Very well, very well, man. Well, sweet. Yeah. That uh, that kind of leads us into this week's final. We are in the final episode for our uh, Lord of the Rings month, our culminating episode, and it's a tobacco through time. I'm very excited.
ladies and gentlemen, and everyone and everyone in between, we have tobacco through time this week. Do you know what that is, Adam? Do you know what do you know what tobacco through time is? Kind of, because it's new. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> it's newish. It's it's our, our second installment for tobacco through time. And basically what we do in this series is we discuss um the five which which we've called them the five main and I'm doing air quotes right now, five main types of tobacco uh that there are. There are the English blends, burley, aromatic, Virginia's, and then we've kind of lumped everything else into an other slash oriental or whatever we need. And what we do is we pick uh, five different categories of things. So the last one we did was warriors. Um, and we had five different warrior classes in there. Um, and then Adam assigned each warrior class to a specific, to one of the five tobaccos or vice versa, you know, assign the tobaccos to a warrior class. This week, we are discussing the uh, races in Lord of the Rings. And we have, Ooh. yeah, yeah, we, we, so I, I'm interested uh, in, in, in hearing what Adam's take is in all these. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like kind of bummed that Lord of the Rings month is over. Um, you know, I think this, this episode is airing the second to last day in September. So we, you know, it's, it's weird that the September is coming gone. Um, yeah. Just, what, man, dude, September is such a great month. You know why? It really is. It's, it's great because the next two months are even better. Oh, so it's like, okay. it's like the prequel. You know what I mean? This is, this is like the Hobbit. And then October is like the fellowship of the ring. Mm. And then like in between October and November is uh, even December is cool. So let's say, yeah, it's like, it's like, we're talking Hobbit. We're talking fellowship. We're talking two towers and we're talking return of the King December. True. A time of, of cheer, merriment, relaxation. Hopefully a lot of people get time off. If you live True. in the Northeast, you probably aren't going to work a couple days uh, because of uh, the, the, the weather. Um, the good old yeah, snow. Dude. And that's why I like September so much. So it's just like such a wholesome month of like regrowth, even though things are dying and falling and still <laughs> name fall. Um, but I don't know, but, but, but Autumn. these things die, you know what I mean? So they can regrow so they can grow anew come mm. spring. So, yeah, man. But all right. Well, I, I say we, I say we dive right into this, my brother. Let's do it. All right. So I'm trying to like determine how, uh, which, which one we want to do first. Um, Hmm, well, you have them, so you tell me. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to think. Let's do. Let's change it up a bit. Let's do aromatic first. Who? What? What race in in the Lord of the Rings uh, encompasses aromatic blends? So for this one, you're throwing me. You're throwing a. Remember the movie Dodgeball? You can dodge a <laughs> wrench. You can dodge a ball. <laughs> You're throwing a wrench at me. Oh, man. Uh, and I can't dodge the ball, so. Because it's a wrench. Or I can't dodge the wrench. Yeah, anyway. We're, we're we're starting off with some chaos here. So, in the last episode, the last back through time, I, I explained how when we, when the, the, when the, the category of aromatic comes up, I want to do my best to avoid 
attributing it uh, to like the, for lack of some better terms here, the weakest, the like happiest, the merriest, the uh, like softest, the softest kind of group. You know what I mean? So yeah. if it was the Warriors, you know, and I want to pick the softest warrior for aromatic, just for the sake of aromatics being fruity and happy and ooh, aromatic. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so this one, this one's interesting. So I, I think an argument can be made for two races. There's two, like there's going to be like fifty percent of the people who know Lord of the Rings are listening, and and they're already saying immediately in their head hobbits, and they're already immediately in their head saying the other half is saying elves i think that's fair and i'm going to go with one of those i'm kind of torn on which is which we know the elves to be so essentially it sounds like i'm doing both right now um so i'm kind of jumping ahead of you nick but you we are. know the we know the elves to, <laughs> we know <laughs> the elves to be very old you know they're essentially they they are ish immortal and you know, they live very, very, very long lives. So it would lead me to believe that they probably are more deliberate, more delicate uh, of, a, of a race, which would make me want to say something like Virginia. And on the flip side, if we look at the hobbits, they're very, they are a merry folk. You know, they they love having parties on their, if it's your birthday and you're a hobbit, you're giving away a gift to someone else on your own birthday. Uh, you know, they're they're big fans of cheer and merriment and those those attributes go well with aromatic tobacco. So for that reason, I'm gonna go Virginia for hobbits and aromatic for elves. <laughs> <laughs> a little twofer, okay. Yeah, a little twofer. So the reason why I'm doing that is while it's easy to kind of attribute those things to the the blatant obvious character cues that are written in the text and, and seen in the films. I think one often overlooked piece of the hobbits is that gardening and like cultivation of plants is, is very sacred to them. It's like one of their hobbies that, you know, smoking, partying and drinking, but we often forget about their their gardening habits, their their cultivation of land habits. That like they love a good tilled earth, and yeah, they're they're workers. They're working people, and they're not necessarily working for wealth. They're not working for. They're kind of just working for themselves. Honestly, they're very quiet, peaceful folk. When they're not having these these big parties, you know, they like their time alone. They like their time in their studies, and they're again, they're not big adventure people. I would argue. Aromatic can, aromatics can kind of be adventurous in a sense. You know, they're, mm, it, they're the blends that are, I mean, they're easy to, 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 to smoke, right? But they're, you can get some crazy flavors, man. You can get like the Sutliff Frosty Mints. You can get ex Retre's Exotic Passion, which is like an orangey kind of flavor. Uh, Devil's Holiday by, I think it's Dan Tobacco. Uh, that, that's like, a, um, that's another very berry fruity-ish tobacco. And then, of course, you got all the vanillas and the, the cherries, all those confectionery type of blends. But you never really know what you're going to get. Uh, I mean, there's, there's some staples like the Lane One Qs, which I think, you know, the Hobbits would probably have huge stores of. But the fact that they're into cultivation of plants, I feel like there's like a, 
a deliberate process here that needs to be appreciated and only performed well enough by a good gardener. And that, that's through the Virginia plant, I guess. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of growing tobacco. Maybe it's all the same, but I think they would appreciate the purest form. And we know Virginia is one of those purest forms. Uh, we know Cavendish, which is the base of most, uh, 90% of uh, aromatics. Cavendish is not a, a leaf. It's a, it's a process that I think it's Virginia goes through. It's essentially changed the leaf. And that, that, that last, I don't know if it's Virginia, but essentially it's a, it's a process to make this thing taste tasty, if that makes sense, and give it a little bit of bodied smoke. That too could be a deliberate process, but I think it's, it's not as natural as what the hobbits would go for. So that is the reason why I'm going to go with the Virginia. I think they want to be very deliberate. I think they want to be very proud of the very hay, grassy kind of feels and, and, and tastes and, and nose notes that they'll get from those the tobaccos. They'll probably have a nice barn of all this stuff drying, maybe pressed. And uh, yeah, I think they smoke slowly. I think they read slowly and they write slowly. And, and Virginia is a really good tobacco to, to sit and focus on. You know, when you're not having your 111th birthday party. True. Yeah, I could I could see that too. I th- and 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 again, that's in terms of what I understand and my understanding. But I just think of uh, like bag end. It's just earthy and in the earth. Yeah, and, yeah. And no, literally. It's like, yeah, literally. So I I don't have much experience with you know denoting what a different Virginia is and, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But, um, that, that definitely makes sense for the hobbits in terms of the aromatics. I don't know. It's, it's, I, I'll take your cues on a lot of it. Um, but <laughs> I'll go opposite of what you talked about and be like, no, that that's totally the elves. Like that was my first thought was Virginia. No, for elves was aromatic or did oh, you- arom- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just think them. I don't know. That's just kind of how they seem. So very, very aromatic. No, so, <laughs> and that's why, like the know, other, it's so the hard other ha- to not do that. I know because they are a very. And and here's my reasoning: it's less of like they're a fair folk and they're pretty and they're they're presented so beautifully in the both text and in the films, but. I think, like we know, we know that the the smoking of pipe weed was a thing from the Shire. Like the Hobbit folk, and there's three sects of them, like subsects of like the race. But as a whole, Hobbits discovered it, and they just found out how to grow the stuff, cut it up, and dry it or whatever, and and smoke it. That's why, like, I feel like it would be the elves to they're not going to put as much work into the actual process. I think they're going to want mm-hmm. like a final product that's easy, you know, because they're, though they are quite fair and they would probably really appreciate some of the nuances of like a Virginia. I just think they're more concerned with other things and they're just going to want mm. like the easy, beautiful sounding, smelling um, room oh, note-esque yeah. smokiness, like when they are going to smoke. Uh, from my understanding in the, at least in the books, I'm going to, I think, I think I'd be, I'm 95% confident saying out of the 
four to six times. I've read the entire books from and then listened to them as well. I, I elves are not known to smoke pipes. Not not in the books. Right. So I haven't I haven't really dug deep into there's like a twelve twelve uh, novel history of Middle Earth that I've not actually finished. But we're we're going based off of the films, and I think there's a couple. I think there's like one scene where you know, um, like all this is smoking a pipe. But this is all this is all theory stuff. So we're not trying to get super deep into the the lore. Yeah. But and we're yeah, not I even think, we're not even necessarily discussing like that they would be smoking this. This is just like assigning. Yeah, exactly. What we, we're just what assigning we what. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Keep me on track. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think it would be something that the elves would be like, hey. We appreciate, we like this craft. Send us like your most flavorful things. I, I know, I bet their meals aren't the most flavorful. And that's kind of where the contrast comes in too. So the hobbits are known for their cooking as well. Um, and they like, what do they got? Like they got breakfast. We're talking breakfast. We're talking second breakfast. We're talking afternoon or we're talking luncheon. We're talking afternoon tea. We're talking supper. We're talking dinner. You know and I mean, they got what seven, six, seven meals or whatever, uh, and they're all big meals. They're they're known for eating good food, good hearty food, and I think Virginia kind of pairs well with that. So they have this big array of flavors, and then they're going to want to like kind of focus in on those those real simpler grassy hay notes. Where opposite wise, the only this is just coming from one scene in the the Hobbit film. It's one of my favorites, actually. It's when the dwarves. Oh, you haven't actually read the Hobbit yet. You, I know you just started it, right? Yeah, I started it. How far? I'm a few chapters in. Okay, so you're not it. You haven't. If you're only a few, then anyway, without spoilers, they go meet Elrond. Surprise. Um, mm-hmm. So they're in Rivendell, and in the film, there's a scene where and this isn't in the books, but they're uh, sitting at the table eating dinner. They finally like the. They finally get their stomachs attempted to be full but the dwarves looks at his plate of like an elven meal and he puts his whole palm in it lifts it up and it's just all like lettuce Ugh. spinach leaf you know grass and stuff <laughs> and he's like where's the meat it's like I, I can't eat this he puts it back he's like he's freaking out he's like i can't eat this what are we gonna eat <laughs> and i mean so That's i'm thinking hilarious. i'm going off of that line of thinking uh they probably have very simpler uh, meals uh, probably less flavorful, and I think uh, the aromatics will be like their their dessert. I, I can't imagine the elves have a dessert. You know, we know that the lembus bread, mm-hmm. the, the the food that gets you know the Frodo and Sam through Mordor over the course of several months, is a very 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 plain bread. That's it. Yeah, so, and yeah. I th- I think what what you had just said, what kind of cued it in for me is like the smell of the aromatics is kind of what I feel like that would be the key, you know, and what, and what you just said about the kind of the dessert part is see what seemingly be true. Um, again, we got to bring it back. We're, we're just, you know, denoting what blend that would fit them. But that being said, if they were to smoke it, I, I would say, yeah, they would, they would do it to kind of make things smell good from. Yeah, that's true. Like, so it's less of like a, it's more of the, so hobbits will smoke it for the enjoyment of the nuances of the leaf where maybe mm. I, I could see how the elves would be just, this is like, it's a, like an incense. Almost, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. I like that a lot. Actually, yeah. that, that seems more realistic to me than 
one just they don't actually it, so. they don't actually smoke it they just put it in a big bowl and light it <laughs> i could see that happening too yeah well we the hobbits have found this delicious smelling incense hmm very good all right well that was a little twofer right there so we're we're we've done two of our five um let's go to let's do the other slash oriental or just encompassing everything everything else okay yeah so for other uh, as we mentioned the last time we did this we're kind of feeling like oriental forward blends we're thinking the 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 frosty mints that i mentioned like those obscure aromatics the f- very fruity uh like the tangy nut ones and then maybe like the dark fired kentuckys these all encompass others so for this one what did we do last time what was our other oh it was an oriental blend that's right yeah uh, well this one we're going with with dark kentucky dark fired uh kentucky dark fired is just uh, such a unique tobacco man um i saw this thing and, and some some of the dudes put it in the uh the, the galactic pipe pipe club it was like there's a there's a meme of a this guy eric andre he's a comedian and he says, how, how can you say, what is it? How do you, how, how you, what you, how can you, this, <laughs> that, you that, was, that was not productive <laughs> at all. <laughs> it was like, you say this, but it's true, but how could you be so brave or something? I don't know what the exact <laughs> quote is, but the, it was attached to someone saying Kentucky dark fired is the, the aromatic of like. English blends or something or of like Virginia blends. It was like super like because it's the dark part is very prominent. You can definitely taste it. Uh and it was it was what you said is so true. How can you be so brave or so, I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, so for for this we're going with the dwarves, man. Uh it's it's just it pairs so well. Like you want that the dwarves are gonna be in the mines, either mining, f- smithing, uh, which they prefer less than uh doing some rock picking. Uh, but they're when they're in their halls of gold and stone and I don't know, I feel like the good old dark fired is the the breath of the earth that they need, uh the outside earth. It's a very strong, hearty, smoky, fiery f- tasting, like a campfire, literal campfire taste. Um and I and this is where others would disagree, where maybe they'd want like a contrasting thing. Maybe Virginia would be good for the dwarves, but I don't know. Dwarves are very impatient folk. You know what I mean? I, I just don't think they have it in them to to sit and understand um, a Virginia. If I did, I would say it'd be a dark Virginia um, for just based on their flavor palettes. But and that's another hard one to kind of kind of taste. But yeah, we're going with dark fired here. I, I, like you, you can't go wrong with some like three nuns. I, f- I feel like they're all just smoking three nuns or something. I don't know. It's just a very strong, tasty, robust. Mm. And, and what what more could you want from a dwarf? And when he does venture out of the uh, of his mines of his of his stone halls, uh, maybe it's to go on a venture. Maybe it's to go take back your uh, your homeland against the dragon. When you're on those long walks and you're missing home, I feel like some dark fired Kentucky, that dark strong, freaking brawny blend, will be a, a good reminder of a home, the, the place where you came from. And then they we know the dwarves to be very secluded. They're very they are a very uh, close knit family, you know they they all stem from like several one or several uh, dwarf 
overarching like families and they tend to keep to themselves they're not big fans of elves after um some drama went down or whatever uh they do trading a lot but yeah they just kind of like being being dwarves being at home and i think if they're far away i feel like a good good dark strong would be would be the blend for them so that's where we're going to go with the other aspect love it that's awesome I don't think I've ever had a dark fire. I don't, I don't think, think you have it. either. Yeah. Um, I, there's... I pretty much tell you what I have typically. Yeah. Three nuns is, is my favorite by far. Um, and we've talked about we... three nuns before. Yeah. I was going to say that that blend like changed, right? It didn't used yeah. to be. Yep. Okay. Yep. It used to have a uh, Perique, I think. For, I think it was like a Virginia Perique blend, or I already forget, but uh, right. and now it has dark strong, which is awesome. This was like years ago, years and years ago. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. So we got we got three down. Let's uh let's go with English blends. Who who we saying are the English wizards? All right, moving on. Um <laughs> next one is no. um yeah, man, I think uh wizards are like Another good argument for for wizards to do like a a bright Virginia, something that has like that little stronger sugary aspect to it. Um, you know, another focus blend being very smart that they are. There's a council of them, but I also think while they enjoy pipe smoking, or at least Gandalf does, and he learned that from the Hobbits, I think he would have enjoyed uh, their Virginias. They're like, wow, this is really good. How can we make it more my type? Because you can, there's obviously huge contrasting uh, characteristics of the the wizards and the hobbits. So I think Gandalf tries it, for example. He says, hey, these are good. I like this. How do we make it better? And I think he finds or helps the hobbits cultivate um, the, the tobacco that becomes English. So maybe like a, a version of a Latakia or whatever with maybe some other Orientals in there, but... For the most part, Latakia. I think he wants... The thing, I was thinking about this the other day in the car. You cannot go wrong with, like, really any English blend. They're all so, so different, but the English is always the same. The Latakia is always the same. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can have a Virginia leaf. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll say the bright Virginia. So if you... Ideally, you want to cultivate it when it's yellow. And that's like when it's like it's sugariest peak, that's peak sugar content. Um, but it can be cultivated at a like when it's a little bit greener and then there's a little bit less sugar. So there's like very there's varying uh, flavor paths you can go and tobacco blenders will use these um, in con uh, conjunction with other tobaccos to make these, you know, a myriad of tobacco blends. Drink. Cheers. Drink. And so with Latakia, man, from my understanding, okay, when I say that, I say from my experience, Latakia is Latakia, bro. Now, English <laughs> blends are different because they have different components, different ratios, but more Latakia just makes the flavor more smoky. Less Latakia more latakia e. Literally. Like, and, and the same cannot be said for like... The, some of the other tobaccos out there, the, the other types, uh, like more Oriental makes your tobacco wildly different. 
know what I mean? Like just a little bit of Oriental goes a long way. And um, same with Virginia. This is based on where, what, what, depending on bright or dark, um, the sugar content is, is changed based on how long it was growing for, how long it was aged. Latakia is Latakia, man. And I, and I think that's what the, 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 uh, the wizards would want when they're doing their studies, when they're trying to find out how the ring of power came to be or where it went, looking through the, the distant halls of uh, the libraries in, in Gondor. I really do think Gandalf just needs, hey, I need my English. I need my Latakia. I know it's going to be there. I know what it's going to taste like. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to worry about my pH levels, like what I drank today, how much I ate. <laughs> English going to be English. So, yeah, I think, think that's like a very gray beard type tobacco. You know, he, I feel like if you were to hug Gandalf, he's not going to smell like Virginia. He's not going to smell like aromatic. <laughs> He's going to smell like a man who's been smoking Latakia for 900 years. <laughs> True. All right. I'll take your word for it. All right. Last one. The Burley Blends. The Burley. We got to go with the men. The men. The men. We're talking Gondor. We're talking Rohan. The men. The, the men is just such... Dude... I always give Burley to my favorite like class. Um, <laughs> I think this is I, true. While while hobbits are the forefront of uh, Tolkien's writing, and Tolkien has been known to say that he himself is pretty much a hobbit. He wrote, he made the hobbits in his own image. Like he loves eating, oh. he loves smoking. Yeah, pretty interesting. He's like, yeah, I love food. I love beers. I love smoking pipes. I'm pretty lazy. I like reading and sitting back in my study. I like looking at maps. You know what I mean? He's Gardening. He's, he's an absolute hobbit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, but the books, though though the hobbits are at the forefront, man, the books center around hmm. the success of the race of man. And I think that's, there's a lot of extrapolations. A lot of this, a lot of the books are said to have been um, allegory, which he hates um, from war. Uh, there's religious undertones that that he is retroactively applied, I think. But at the end of the day, it's a tale that says man will succeed. And I think that's very mm. comforting. We are the only people who will ever read this book are men. Men yeah. is in the race of human. And that like we don't have to always cut ourselves down. I think there's a lot of other film and, and books and media where like these alternate races are built up and it's to kind of cut down human human uh i don't know ego i guess mm, and and a lot of times uh, like we're getting a little bit deep here but a lot of times i feel like the intent there is to say oh like humans are racist so that's why we need to make this film as allegory mm. to show this other race this alien race this dog man race or whatever can be successful and save the day and man needs to set take a knee as you know this other race but to me it's almost like a inherently racist thing because it's just saying that the people that humans are racist against are not the same you know we're, we're all people right. we're all men right. we're all women you know what i mean so so that's where i really like toking because that at the end of the day is 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 how the book is told you know we know aragorn becomes king and it's a, it's his coming to coming to he's stepping into where uh, a race once failed his race failed they were not the the race of the third age um the wizards were the wizards were the ones to protect the land of middle earth and then by the end of the book 
when the quest has been completed, the fourth age begins begins and the fourth age is the race of or the age of men. Um, and it's it's a really beautiful story that I just I really love. Um, yeah. Anyway, so do you guys? Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say what an an, an interesting point is being sort of a, a virgin to Lord of the Rings uh, up until recently. It's it was something I didn't think I was going to see. So I had always heard about the Hobbits and this and that, and like, oh, this is Lord of the Rings. You know, they're it's centered on this these you know hairy footed small tiny people. But like the more that I read, man, even from fellowship like it's kind of a focus on aragorn and men and all that stuff and like especially return of the king it's just men man like and um triumphing yeah and it was kind of a a realization that i didn't think i was going to have um but it's it's i mean there's just so much again especially in that the third book um in terms of like how we I know that there's like technically six books. Is that? Yeah, it's written like three novels that cover six books. Books, yeah. But um, uh, in the third novel, Return of the King, like all it it was just all men. So much sadness, so much triumph. This range of emotions that you know, obviously, all races, you know have in middle earth but it's it's such a human um you know such a human emotions that are Mm -hmm. uh that are put into these characters and stuff like that so anyways that was just a quick aside of of my realization that it actually wasn't necessarily about the hobbits or heck you could even argue it wasn't i mean obviously the quest to destroy the ring yeah but like it was more so a, a quest to get Aragorn to the throne. Oh, ha- absolutely. I mean, the book's called Return of the King. Yeah, know, yeah, not exactly. Destruction exactly. of the Ring or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, Dane and I are watching this. Another quick aside. We're watching this TV show or this. It's called it's Naruto. It's an anime, sh- anime, animation show. But like the we have to watch it like through like some free website and we have to like do screen screen sharing on our TV and it kind of sucks. But sometimes the episodes, like the titles, bro, it's literally like Aragorn dies or something like like Frodo, 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 (laughs) the death of Frodo. Like that's like equivalent to like, it's like, what the, what? You're just giving away everything. (laughs) Dude, it's horrible. Oh, it's so frustrating. But no, yeah. So the, the book is return of the King and, um, the, the the other races within the book are very critical in in the success of this journey, but uh, I would say it's the it's the race of men, it's human beings who allow the quest to be completed. It's it's King Theoden um, overcoming the race, uh, the the wizard race, uh, the corruption, the power that was held over him, and then bringing Rohan back to a, a respectable kingdom, an honorable kingdom. It's Rohan answering. You know the the lit beacons and and coming to the aid for Gondor. It's Gondor, obviously, going to the Black Gate to go fight an army that's way bigger than them, and they will end up being destroyed if they have to go combat. Uh, you know, sword for sword. You know what I mean? And it's just like a yeah, it's just such an awesome freaking tale. Anyway, so we're going with Burley because 
I love I love Burly Man. I think it's a it's just it's one of it's it's similar, very similar to the English tobacco where you could argue like Burley's Burley, you're gonna get the same thing. Not nearly as much so as as Latakia, uh, because Latakia is way more uh what's the word, uh consistent. Burley, you can get a lot of different flavors going, but yeah, man, Burley's Burley's like the more it wakes me up in the morning, puts me to bed at night. It's just like the jack of all trades. It's just such a good tobacco. Right now, I'm still mm-hmm. I, I've been dude, I love LJ Peretti, man. I love their tobacco. Ooh. That is my favorite tobacconist of all time at the current time, which I mean, I'm only like what, six, seven ish years in, five ish. I don't even know how many <laughs> years I've been smoking pipes, but I, I dude, I had this like revelation last night. I've been I have so many LJ Peretti blends and mo- majority of them are are burly based and they think LJ Preddy's view is Burley is the uh the pinnacle of of man's pipe smoking uh cultivation. They think Burley is the king of all tobaccos. Oh. And I, I kind of agree. I I do kind of agree. And um yeah, I was just smoking one the other day and I was like, man, this is just delicious. So I don't know. I'm with LJ Preddy here. We're giving Burley to the race of men. And uh yeah, I think that's I think it's fitting. I think it I think they deserve it. Heck yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give us a little little uh, little twist here. We're gonna do some bonus races and bonus bonus, and we're actually I'm actually gonna give you races, and you're gonna give me like tobacco that. Oh, I like that. that. Okay, okay. Yeah. So so we're changing it up a bit. These are kind of like ones that are very obscure. And <laughs> this doesn't cover all the other races in, in Middle Earth, but it covers, uh, we're doing four. So maybe some, some quick fire action here. Okay. Yeah, um, I'll go quick here. Yeah, maybe. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So l- little bonus round. Here we go. Give me, give me the tobacco that you would, th- you'd think would, would go with these. It can be a specific one or it can just be a more general. So okay. the first one is, the ends. Ooh. Okay. Quick fire. Uh, some this something aged, and I, mm. I'm not necessarily going to say Virginia. I think Ents would smoke. This is all fantasy. I don't think the Ents would smoke ever. But if they were <laughs> to smoke a pipe or a tobacco, and because we know they don't like when their trees get cut, so they're probably not huge fans of uh smoking their leaf. Their lead. What would that be like? Their brethren from another. It's almost yeah, brother from another root tree. <laughs> root. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I, I'd say like an age thing. I mean, if you listen to if you for those for the folks who are listening who are oh my also gosh. simultaneously listening to uh, Andy Circus's yeah. uh, rendition of the the Fellowship and the Two Towers and it's and mainly the Two Towers. We see the ends in the chapter of ends. I think it's the chapter is called Treebeard. It's the same length in terms of word count, I would argue, as most of the other chapters. But it's like almost an hour twice. More. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 ridiculously long because he talks like, like this the whole time. Yes, I think I there will be an end moot. <laughs> Where are the Entwives? Mm. Mm. Literally, that's what it is for. That's 
two hours. <laughs> two, two hours, yeah. <laughs> it, it's actually kind of brutal, um, to be completely honest. But it's it's accurate. So we're going with an aged tobacco. It's a tobacco that's been aged for a very very long time. And I say that because they probably it could be an it could be an uh, aromatic, which we know really changes not at all. But mm. I think they just forgot about it, and then hundred <laughs> or three hundred years later. Hmm. Uh, yes. Yes. Tobacco. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's let's go with the orcs. Ooh. Orcs. Orcs. You know we're talking. There's some mean. Some mean. Yeah. They, uh, okay. Yeah. W- w- I make a lot of noises and sounds when I'm thinking. They're <laughs> 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 just freaking making it. <laughs> okay. Uh, for this one, we're going to do. So I want to say. <laughs> still f- <laughs> still fucking doing it. <laughs> oh, so I really want to say the most, the mostest, highest nicotine content. Mm. I feel like. I feel like everyone likes a little bit of nicotine. Not everyone, but mo- uh, most pipe smokers like a, a little bit, like a very small amount, just to get like the little focus, maybe yeah. uh, the properties of the focusing. Uh, no one really likes the the nick hit where it like hurts your tummy and you feel like you got the head spins, like you had maybe too much to drink. I sure don't like that. Mm, true, true, um, true, true. But I bet, I bet the orcs would require it. Love as it. In, like, yeah. it's, it's one of those things where like, it helps them keep their their evil ways intact. Like, you know, they might be feeling woozy by not having it. Um, so mm. I would want to so say something addicted. like, but like not because, not an addiction though. It's just because they're bred to be evil. So I think it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, like Gollum needs the dark, you know, not because he's addicted to the dark. It's just he can't touch the sun kind of thing since he's been in a cave for so long. I don't know. Just the way they were, bred and grew up um I, I would imagine it would aid them in some capacity like like a good protein shake helps me a good rustica kind of tobacco would 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 affect the uh the orcs and that's what we're going with so i want to say dark fired because that's the most that's the tobacco with the typically the most um you know nicotine content but i don't like that i don't think they're smoking it so the best i got right now is rustica so mac baron this is an actual blend. Mac Baron HH Rustica Flake is a, a tobacco that came out, I think it was last year. Uh, and it was very new to the world because of the leaf they chose. So there's two types of tobacco plants, two overarching plants. It's the, uh, what, the nic- Nicotiana t- Tobaccum or Tobacco, t- Nicotiana Tobaccus, Tobacco-y. Uh, that, that's the primary one that, that stems Virginia, Burley, uh, Latakia, all, all, all the major tobaccos are from this tobacco, I think it's called. Well, there's like a sister plant. It's called the the nicot, nicot, Nicotiana, I think it's called. Nicotiana. It's whatever the first word of the tobacco one is, Nicotiana rustica. And this one is like very rarely used um, because it's like, the, it's almost pure freaking nicotine. It's just like, I mean, that's not true, but it's, it's a heavy, right to the heavy, brain. It, literally, it's a heavy hitter of uh, nicotine. Uh, so I've not tried the blend Rustica, but I know it's one of the very few, very, very few tobaccos out there that have it so forward. 
Uh, well, it is probably the only one that has it so forward, but it's one of few that even has it. Um, but essentially what it is, is it, uh, it uses this tobacco to give you a really good, strong, very, very strong tobacco. Uh, and uh, it's, it's paired in, I think it's, so it is a flake, so it's paired with some, some Virginias and I bet a little bit of Burley. Um, I have not tried it, so I'm not going to try to go go out and say anything about it other than that. But I think it's super interesting that it's uh, very out of this world and out of this world is in the, in, the, in the sphere of pipe smoking today since it was like, whoa, they're using a whole different strand mm. of tobacco leaf. And yeah, I think that uh, not saying you're evil or orcish if you if you smoke the stuff, but uh, I think it'd be a really good option for the, uh, the orc race. True. All right. Second to last one. We got some trolls. <laughs> some oh. trolls. <laughs> um, fire. What? Take, 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 okay, here we go. Take a, take a big ass rock. Mm. And then, or, uh, or excuse me, the troll is going to use his hammer or something to give it, like, make it like a bowl, like a, almost like to us would be a massive, cereal bowl if you may right right and give it a stem so this is a a stone pipe big stone pipe huge bowl very open they're then going to inside that bowl put a couple logs of oak a couple oak logs you know maybe some hickory Mm. they're gonna light it on fire they're gonna throw in some pine like pine needles a couple pine cones (laughs) Um, you know, slab of tree bark in there. They're gonna get that fire going and going and going. And they're just gonna start smoking it, just just like a campfire. <laughs> they're just smoking campfire. Oh man! All right. <laughs> hey. I feel like I feel like they're not smoking tobacco. I think they're, yeah. There's t- they're they're presented uh, in the films twice. There's like one way is like they're very big and stupid from uh, the Hobbit, and then the other one is they're like very angry and evil and like not wordy they don't have a language uh and, and those are like the mountain trolls or the cave trolls or whatever or so excuse me those are cave trolls uh so i don't know to put those together both dumb and angry and wordless we're going with smoking smoking smoke <laughs> smoking smoke love it all right the last one we have is an interesting one but it is the nazgul Nazgul, the ring wraiths, nine men doomed to die. Captain Black Grape. (laughs) (laughs) End. That's it. We're done with this episode. We are. Oh, man. Well, cool, man. Um, Yeah, I just, I'm I'm like super sad that our Lord of the Rings month is over. But I'm happy that it happened. You know what I mean? That yeah, that this sort was of the feeling. perfect dude. One month was perfect. Yeah. Uh, we had the culmination last weekend, or rather, last week was the the hop, September 22nd, the hop, the International Hobbit Day, the day that uh, it's Bilbo and Frodo's birthday. Um, and that, again, it was all centered around that. So we're at the tail end. So it's, this is a good way to send it off as we talk about each of the races and um, you know touch on some cool tobaccos and stuff and. Maybe maybe I'll learn something from me. That would be pretty cool too if I, if I if I learned you a little bit. But man, it was fun. It was the perfect length too. We got lucky because the first episode, uh, episode one, was actually not. It was like I can't think it came out like September first. 
on the day. Yeah, it was, it was it an anecdotal. A, yeah, yeah. We, we So we were fortunate to have four episodes. It would have been five. And I think maybe yeah, five would have been too fair. much. I don't know. But Who knows? Um, yeah, next month, I'm, or excuse me, next year, I'm excited to do it again. We'll come back, you know, blades, blades swinging, you know, bows singing. True. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that was cool. Okay. That wasn't maybe we'll, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> doesn't sing at all. Just, <laughs> just death. Cool, man. Segments! Segments! Let's go! We got two decent segments this week. Um, what? No, <laughs> I was waiting to see your reaction. We got, two, we got two good ones this week. We got this or that. This is just a smorgasbord of just ones that we've gotten. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, was, what was the word you used? Uh, grab bag. Grab bag. There we go. Grab, grab bag, bag submissions. No theme. That's all yeah, good. No theme. Yeah, and then we gotta adjust the tip, but we'll we'll hit this or that first. Um, we got five this week per the usual from five different people as well. So Love this that. is awesome. Love these Love submissions, that. guys. Keep them coming. Show yep. at getpipe.co, freaking Discord, Instagram, whatever it yeah. is. Keep yeah. submitting Discord, uh, segments. Yeah, this Discord is the main one. Um, again, a grab bag this week. No specific theme. So yeah, let's get after it. The first one from our good friend Smoke Baca, aka Don. Don. Don is Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. Star Wars. I, yeah, I, I don't. I've never. I don't know. I've. Yeah, I, I've never I've, seen Star Trek. I've never I seen know. Star Trek. We'll like, say once the one the the first new one I think came out like twenty ten. Yeah, I did uh, too. That was badass. But I didn't understand any of it because I, it was it was like a nostalgic film. See, that's right. a remake that made sense. Oh, that's so frustrating. I don't want to get into the whole mm. why I hate Star Wars now, but the new <laughs> Star Wars is, did the exact opposite of what that film did. Because I remember my dad watching mm. um, that new movie. I, I, I don't know what it was called, but it was where like Star Trek. Uh, I want to say Into Darkness, but I think that was like I think the that was second, second or something. Yeah, so whatever the first one was, it came out like a decade ago. But I remember my dad, like, my dad used to watch Star Trek. Dude, oh my God. Like, he had seen every episode, seen every <laughs> film, like, has, like, collectibles. He was a huge Star Trek nerd. So, and this film, like, made him a kid again. Like, like especially yeah. when they showed, uh, what, Leonard, Leonard, Leonard. Yeah. Spock or whatever his name is. I don't know. Oh, Spock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, so they showed him, but like they didn't show you in the trailers. So it was a surprise to see the original guy, you know, mm-hmm. and like that. And they just like, they touched on the, um, what's the, what's the word? Um, the wholesome feel, like those like nostalgia. They touched on the nostalgia yeah, yeah. pieces. The perfect amount. I didn't even know this and I loved it. And I watched, looked at my dad who was like literally in tears of how happy he was to see this film as a fan <laughs> watching this stuff for 30 years. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, but I mean, I grew up watching star Wars, uh, just 
think they really screwed up. They now they're way too over nostalgic stuff. Like everything's a nostalgic piece. Everyone's related to another freaking Skywalker or Obi Wan of Asidious or whatever. It's all stupid. Everyone knows each other. It's a galaxy, yet they're all freaking Anakin's son or something. I don't know. It's stupid. <laughs> it's just so stupid to me. So I don't know. I'm bummed. But for that reason, I still got to go Star Wars since I grew up with it. And the originals True. are awesome. So True. All right. Next one from our friend Node Vector. He asks, Samurai or Knight? Oh, that's such a good one. That is oh. a good one, man. Dude, I think I'm. I think I'm my answer. Uh, they're so similar. They're both feudal medieval ass mm. classes. Um, yeah. I think. Three, <laughs> two, I'm one. Word. RPG wise, like role playing games and <laughs> and and. and books and fantasy and and all that stuff 100% night the night oh, is just okay. like so cool like obviously aragorn is like essentially a knight so this so that, that's kind of that's kind of where my brain's thinking when i think a knight i'm thinking like a man with a, a one-handed or a two-handed broadsword um just made out of freaking steel or iron getting True. after it just get after it. now historically 100% the samurai. Dude, the knights were not yeah. that cool. Knights in real <laughs> life like were not I've, that cool. <laughs> we had mentioned it a, a few weeks ago. They all, I feel like they all talk like this or something. <laughs> sorry, to, well, sorry to all our... <laughs> sorry to everyone who talks like that. Are you a knight? Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, historically speaking, man, they didn't do like... They didn't do shit. <laughs> like, like any war, any battle, like knight casualties was so low and the casualties mm. the casualties that did happen were from like suffocation uh trampling <laughs> it's because they're in God, they're in damn plate suits you can't stab <laughs> through that with a sword you just can't uh, so like when you have 300 plate plated men fighting another 300 plated men it's just them literally just like at like a punk concert ching, pushing ching. into each other for you know there's no like sword battle it's i don't know so and they're also ve- they were very religious so uh, like their their goal. I mean, obviously the Crusades happened, and that was pretty horrible for the world. But for the most part, they were just like <laughs> they were like a religious. Uh, it was a religious class, you know what I mean. So like they weren't like going doing quests. You know what I mean? They're sitting reading the Bible or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's well, that's that's a cool thing for a religious man, not for what my vision is of a MF medieval knight like in True. a video game. So, but the samurai. Whew, those dudes yeah. historically yeah. are badass. So, so you get you, a little two for there. Yeah, I'm giving you both answer, but bro, that's the, that negates and, the well, whole point. Well, what are we talking about? Are we talking about like in fantasy? Are we talking about an RPG? Or are we talking about in history? You didn't preface literally so real life. Oh my gosh. Okay. Real okay. life history. Well, okay. Real life. The samurai. All right. Same. I would say the samurai. Yeah. All right. Next one from Krabby Piper, a.k.a. Steve. He asks, smartwatch or analog watch? Smart. Dude, analog watches are not cool anymore. Grow up, old man. I'm saying that to everyone. I know. That's you. I love my analog watch. 
I guess like an- not necessarily like I think Anal- analog. No. I, just, I think the- exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think analog does technically mean what I mean, not technically, but it means with the with the, the with the arms, <laughs> the, the the little tickers, I mean, the, the little the tickers, hands, the the hour hand, yeah. the hand. That is by yeah. definite analog, and then digital is, is what the new age, or rather less new age, but yeah, um, what I, you're wearing, you're I, wearing a digital watch. Yeah, it is just a Timex. You know what I mean? But like, I think I'd still go analog. I, I would first say digital i know that's not obviously on here but i had a smartwatch and Which one a garmin or something it, it was a garmin so i know like the apple watches are are pretty cool um especially having pretty much apple everything like kind of being all connected is is pretty cool but i i found that i didn't need all of it i just wanted the time and I have like a fitness tracker that does nothing else. It's literally just tracks fitness stuff. There's no face on it or anything. And, you know, I found that having that specifically for that is good enough for me. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need to, I'm my phone. I don't need to see text, you know, or whatever. Um, yeah, I'll still go analog personally. Yeah. I think uh, I'm, I'm getting kind of a deja vu moment here. I don't know. I feel like, this has been this come up or something. I don't know. Anyway, dude, I love this freaking. I, I, yeah. I am not. I don't know how to convey this. I hate the idea of like being like <laughs> the exploited of like the the top class of capitalism. Like I, I love being able to be my own free thinker and buy the things from the little guys mm. too. But dude, this product is badass, and I, like yeah. that's also how Apple's so successful. Is like. Me they being kind it. of like a chicken right now, or what was sheep or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Buy it, and then people do. But, dude, like, I what? How, how? What's the temperature? Oh, let me look. Right now, seventy degrees sunny. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Siri can talk to me. Freaking, like, I, I don't. If 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 there's like an Android version, it, I'll be honest, it'll probably suck. So if I had an Android, you obviously <laughs> can't pair your. Actually, you probably can pair your Apple Watch to your Android at this point. But I got like notifications. I can see where my phone's at. I can ping my phone. Like, listen to this. Listen to this. Everyone, everyone listens so closely because you're going to hear something. Where's my phone? Oh. It's in front of me because I just pinged it. it with my Whoa. watch. Um, yeah, man, I think this is super cool. I, I love the step counts. I love the you can. So for me, kind of like the fitness thing, I track my fitness. It's like, OK, start workout, traditional lift, skating, skateboarding. I just got a text message. Now I can look at my freaking watch real quick. Oh, it's just from my boys. I don't got to worry about it. Oh, it's a call from my lieutenant colonel. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just <laughs> super, super awesome. It's it's small. It fits. You know, it's it's gotten me to work out more. Uh, you can kind of do like challenges with other people. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm on a run and I'm like, how far am I going to go? Let me shoot for three miles. I do my three mile run and then I look at my watch and by the end of my loop or whatever, Maybe I'm at like 3.4 and I'm like, eh, let's just finish up to the four. It's just a really awesome thing. I, I'm, I'm big on the, the smartwatch, but yeah. battery is a problem and then uh, durability. So not maybe the most conducive yeah. for being out in the military, but I don't know. Yeah, I love this thing. Smart all the way. Heck yeah. Very well. All I can think about, and it is uh, the last anecdote to this is all I can think about 
is back in high school when we had our analog watches and we would just we love those bad boys you know what i mean weren't they analog yeah we had lumen luminox oh is that what that was called yeah this was like and that's and that's kind of why i'm leaning towards smartwatch as well because we had nick and i are analog you mean no smartwatch oh let me explain so so in high school nick and i had these really really expensive um like Navy steel, like durable, like you can dive up to like 500 meters with stuff that like we would never do, but it was like cool. We love the branding of it. They were pretty. They're made with like crystal glass or diamond glass or some crazy whatever. (laughs) Super durable, and the branding was like, oh yeah, the Marines, the the Rangers, the the Navy SEALs wear this stuff, and it's just an analog watch. Like I told you the time, and it glowed in the dark at night, gave you a little dim glow. Luminox, it was pretty cool. But dude, that thing was like. I think mine was like five or six hundred dollars. Like you got yours from your dad, right? Which he probably didn't pay that much back when he got it. But relative to the the timing, it's probably similar. Whereas this watch does way more cool things than that. And it was the same price. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's still yeah. a lot of money. It's a ridiculous amount of money for a watch. But this makes my life easier. The The cool guy tactical looking watch just was a price flex that I made. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't care. I just don't care. No, I I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. I think it, it's for me. It's one of those things, and it, it, we don't mean to keep harping on this one specific one, but it's just like we've gone so far one way. I'm like, I kind of like going back. You know yeah, how how, how trends are like they come, they go, and then they eventually come back. Like I think that's kind of where I'm at with some of the technology stuff, or at least in terms of a, a device that goes yeah, on our wrist. I, I would, and I know, I know I'm dragging it out, but I would, I would argue that like, we're still not there. Like, I mean, there are a mm-hmm. lot of Apple watches and stuff, but like Apple watch just became popular before it was like the Fitbits and there yeah. was tons of like other brands of smartwatches that were not cool. Like they were like, yeah. what, like the, the, the Garmin's I had a Garmin. I think I spent, I think I spent $700 on this thing. Dude. Insane. I had it for a week and I was like, wow. One, the, the interface was horrible. I could be, yeah. I'll, and then I realized, yeah, I'm only really using it for the time because it didn't have yeah. like the fitness tracker as well as, or as intuitive mm-hmm. as it does on the iWatch. I'm a boomer. Apple watch. And I returned <laughs> it. So I got my money back, which was awesome. And then I went with an analog watch uh, for like 200 bucks. And I was like, yeah, this, this does everything I need to do. And then, yeah, I just saw my buddy, like we were doing PT one day and he got a call, but we didn't have our phones because we were literally doing physical training. Got it on his watch, call he had to take, answered it on his phone or on his watch, like talking into like a damn spy kid, you know, like a <laughs> men in black looking thing. And I was like, man, this is cool. This is the future, man. I feel like everyone yeah. should have something like that. But that's just my opinion. So we Very totally well. drug this out for probably 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the longest this the or longest that this discussion. All right, next one from our good friend, BC Gary. He asks, Bigfoot or Nessie? (laughs) Uh, Loch Ness Monster. Dude, I hate Bigfoot. I hate... Dang. If you live in Washington and Oregon, (laughs) those two states are like... That's like... Yeah, that's our thing. Like, that's the thing. And I still don't know. I haven't lived here long enough to realize if that's a like part of a bit like it's like oh yeah bigfoot's here or if like people like actually believe 
but like no chance. I mean, also no chance yeah. Loch Ness exists, but like no chance Bigfoot exists. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I hate you. Right. Dang. I, I that's, that's funny. Cause I was actually going to say Bigfoot, well, but actually I was, I don't yeah, know. I just, I think it's cause it's like, just like, a, <laughs> it's like burly. Dude. No, you know what? You know what it is? It's, it's Bigfoot hunters on discovery channel. And you just got guys, <laughs> He's got old guys with with long beards and flannels on just in the Dude. woods at 3 a.m. going. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a traditional Bigfoot call. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yeah, but I th- but I think it's I think it's more so just like, I don't know, just the. I can I don't know. I don't know what it is. Bigfoot just seems cool to me. But. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe if you didn't, if you saw the merch, the amount of merch I see every yeah. damn day, true that advertises Washington with like the Bigfoot silhouette. I'm just, I don't know. Loch Ness. Very well. All right, last one. This is a good one from our good friend Piedmonicus, aka Nate. Pistol or sword. Sword, ooh, dude! I, I like again. I love the the fantasy aspect of knights and and sword. I remember this is funny. When I was a kid, I asked my dad. Uh, I had to have been like four or five. I was like, "Hey, dad," because my dad was in the military. So I was like, "Hey, dad, which like I knew there was like other branches. I knew there was like army, and then there was like sailors or whatever." And I was like, "Dad, what what branch of the military has swords?" Like, that's the one I want to join. Like, I wanted the one that, like, didn't equip the soldiers with an M4, but equipped them with, like, a 15th century iron broadsword. And (laughs) he told me the Marines. um, But, I mean, they have sabers for dress and ceremony kind of stuff. But And so does the Army. Everyone does, but realistically more more so the the, the Marines. But anyway, yeah, sword. I I don't know. Guns are lame. I mean, I like guns. Uh, I think... The guns yeah. I like again, fantasy guns. I love cowboy guns. Love that stuff. Really, really love cowboy guns. I love the lever actions. I love revolvers. Um, but I don't know. I guess since I work with guns like, all the time, real ones. I'm just like, this is not cool. I don't want to clean you. Yeah, I think I was going to say pistol, but uh, I'm gonna go with sword. Like I, I just, ass, dude, it's a work of art. It is. I got it one is. literally right here. I'm looking at yeah. one right now. Just like, just like how I want to get that the plug knife. I want to get like, yeah, a dude, plug, a plug sword. You know what I mean? Like, I want to get just a big ass, like you have big ass broadsword. Dude, I have a yeah. sea axe for my freaking plug knife. Is that the one from Post Malone's? Yeah, from the Post sword. Malone sword guy. If That's you guys a- haven't haven't listened to the one episode, I got a. A sea axe, a little knife. It's a. It's got this nice little leather case. I'll post it again in the references, even though it's probably already there. Um, I found the guy who made Post Malone, the very, arguably the most popular rapper currently. Um, he he's a huge sword nerd like me, and he, the guy he he commissioned a blade, a broadsword, a two handed broadsword. Um, this thing probably costs like twelve, thirteen grand probably more. And I found that guy's Instagram and he was selling a sea axe 
and I bought it, and it's now my plug. The plug sort of cost me six hundred dollars. Full transparency. Get but some. I, but I had to have it, and it's so yeah. sick. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Yep, I'll go with sword. You convinced me. Um, but yeah, if you have any more this or that topics, send them. The best place is to the Galactic Get Piped Pipe Club. That is our Discord. You can find the link in the show notes. Or if you feel so inclined, send your topics to show at getpiped.co. And for our second segment this week, we got a we got a little just the tip. We got just the tip tip from Adam himself, who will be enlightening us today on you were kind of telling me about it a bit, but give us give us some more info. Yeah, so today's Just the Tip is going to be uh, almost like a shout out, but it's more so to, to tip you. It's more to just give you a little bit of the tip. So I over the course of, uh, what, from April, since April, I, I I met this one gentleman, and we talked about him in our, our episode, uh, What's Up in Smoke, with uh, the, the Chicago Pipe Show. The human being, the magical human being to me, <laughs> who first recognized me at a pipe show. Uh, the first thing he says, I'm walking just not not 20 seconds after my wife says, what if someone recognizes you? And I say, no, that'll never happen. A gentleman walks by and says, oh, hey, look, it's Get Piped. <laughs> I, I remember my jaw just absolutely <laughs> dropping. Uh, that gentleman's name was Ben Smith. Ben is a listener of the show. Ben, dude, thank you so freaking much. Like, you'll forever be a legend in a... And they get piped lore. They get piped lore <laughs> books. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's how he recognized me. He watches the YouTube channel. He listens to the show and follows me on Instagram or whatever. And yeah, so he w- he had a table at the show. He was an exhibitor. And it was, uh, at the time, it was more of like a side gig. I mean, it still kind of is for him, but it was uh, reselling pipes. Uh, he'll either restore minorly on his own or he'll, sh- he'll outsource that piece, get those pieces back, and then he'll sell them. Uh, for for very very fair prices, man. I got a I got a Costello from him for 150 bucks. Um, he's just a, such a fair dude. And uh, yeah, so recently, I'll, I'll give you his handle. It's Redeemed Pipes. So ba- at the time, it was just his casual intra- uh, Instagram handle. Now he's now shaped it into more of a business side. He's really getting into it, and and, and I encourage it. I love looking at his his uh, Instagram page at Redeemed Pipes, and I'm talking everything man he's also got an ebay um he's also got a facebook but again go to the instagram and you'll find links to all of those but he'll post you know petersons he'll post savanillis he'll post bones but he'll also post you know the jay allens the freaking the the micas of uh the yeti pipes uh he'll he'll post alex florovs i say the name right alex that guy's got awesome pipes i don't know his name's alex american carver uh but literally insane pipes um so if you are one who has no desire to spend you know fifteen hundred dollars on a jay allen pipe well maybe check out check out redeem pipes because you could get that fifteen hundred jay allen for maybe 7.99 which is still a lot of money (laughs) i have not done that i have not done that uh but man i'm getting close there's a sphinx on there and the sphinx shape uh it's very similar to like a shield ish Kind of like an elephant's foot, uh, but uh, Yeti Pipes has a, a sphinx shape that he has, and it's on his website. Please don't go buy it because I want it, or even better, buy it and then send it to me. Uh, it's 
it's like it fits in the hand uh like this the, the bowl fits in his palm which means it's a smaller size sphinx which is very 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 uncommon and it's so unbelievably fairly priced i think it's like six or seven hundred dollars which again a lot of money a lot of money so you'll on the instagram you'll see the big pieces that that are up there but there's some cheaper ones too uh but on uh, his ebay account you'll find a myriad of oh damn the twofer twofer in this episode cheers cheers uh, you'll find a myriad of uh pipes from you know the petersons Savinelli's, all that stuff but uh yeah he's he also offers uh, some consignment and reselling so if you wanted to or trade in so i i actually just sent him a box of pipes and dude gave me a buy item breakdown of how much he wanted to give me for each pipe that i sent him um and i could have approved it could have disapproved it i bargained a little bit with him and he was super super fair like i i think i had asked That's him about awesome. it i asked him about it he, dude the most modest guy when it comes to like making profit i think his his goal is 25 percent, which is Okay. Not a lot. You that's, know what I mean? Like yeah. that's like I for what I sent him, I I would imagine other resellers would have offered me 60% less. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I will always go back to and, and over time as he gets as he grows, he might he might have to increase those prices um just to meet demand or whatever, but I mean, the point here is that he he's a pipe smoker. He loves pipes. He loves getting to look at new pipes. Um, and, and it's a really awesome opportunity. So he, I probably, I could have even gotten more if I did consignment. So he offers consignment options and he also offers trade-in. So whatever amount I got, I could have been like, Hey, he totally would have been like, here, I'll give you the Sphinx pipe or something. If, if I had, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that would have been a fair trade, but I am trying to save some money. So that's why I went with just the, the straight up sell option. But yeah, man, I I'm check him out on Instagram. I'm real every day. I, I look forward. He, he'll post price drops. So if you want to get like I was waiting for a Jay Allen piece to drop in price, did not. It sold. Uh, so you're you're kind of <laughs> battling that if you're if you're waiting for a price drop. But yeah, super fair guy. He will ins he will message you back if you message him on Instagram. Dude, really awesome piece of the community that I think uh, pipe smoking needs. So he will not be at Vegas, but he will have some pipes there. Uh, so yeah, I might have the uh, might have the get pipe took. I'm gonna head over there and be like, hey man, what what, what we got? What we working with over here? Um, so really <laughs> really cool thing. What I was just thinking is like this is a this is I don't want to say blow because I don't I don't think it's bad per se but this is good to the overall community of like there's I'm seeing this as competition to a place like um, smokingpipes.com and their sort of estate stuff and I know more uh, I know a decent amount of people do and sell you know uh, refurbish estates and sell them and all that stuff but you know this. Yeah, that's the, it's a great competition in a way to that. And I think that's something that, that is needed. You know, it, it'll help out uh, redeemed pipes and it'll, it'll help out uh, the community overall to mm -hmm. kind of create this, uh, this, this better opportunity for both the sellers and the, uh, I guess, consigners maybe is a, is a good word, or uh, sellers on both ends. So that's awesome, man. Damn. Yeah, absolutely, man.
right, brother. Where can all these fine folks that listen to this podcast find you? If they don't know already after 37 episodes. Because if you think about it, like each week, each day, there are new people listening to the I podcast. I love that. Isn't I that a love weird... that idea. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Like, you know, I, I'm just trying to just trying to think or like pull up like the stats so well, and that's the thing too and like yeah it, it's good to have and and for the people who are listening and know where to go and still listen that's what that's the whole point of this 12 percent crew i i tune out at this point so hard on most so podcasts hard. even my own yeah literally even my own so that's why i'm so impressed with some of the folks here 12 percent of them anyway you can find me if you don't know already youtube.com slash good pipes some good uh good content's about to be coming up pretty soon we'll be strict next three weeks are gonna be very brutal for me uh we'll, we'll talk about that in the coming weeks but uh gonna be very very busy six day work weeks not gonna be happy we're talking like 6 a.m to, to 7 p.m 8 p.m uh it's gonna be tough anyway vegas will be cool uh youtube.com slash get piped and you can also find me on instagram at get underscore five fiped at get underscore piped, but if you follow <laughs> me, you better follow my right hand man. Go over to at GPP underscore producer guy. And we're also on Vero. There's been a there's been a lull in the Vero. Hype. Yeah, man. I've not sure. been <laughs> you have not it's been. like it's like been strong. <laughs> I did a few posts and then I'm just like Bro, Vero sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, dude, people are gonna listen to this first one, and then they're gonna go back like four or five episodes. And they're gonna be like, they're gonna hear Vero is the best new social media ever. And they're gonna be like, what happened? Uh, <laughs> dude, that's uh, so. Funny. I love doing this every week. Okay. Uh, So you can totally follow us on Vero. Vero Vero does not suck. It is, it is definitely lost some steam, but I'm still posting on it. More, more personal stuff. You can find me at get piped, no underscore. And you can also find my producer guy at producer guy. Might as well go send us a follow. Uh, We're trying to do a pipe, Vero pipe takeover. I'm sure after Vegas, it'll pop up again and get pretty hot. Um, Yeah, maybe. So it's just a great opportunity. Uh, Lastly, join the discord. Actually, you know what? If you're not, if you if you listen to all this part, you're gonna want to hear for the words of wisdom for the first time. I actually have something prepared, but Ooh, okay. I'd like to get my pipe club, go ahead and join it. It's gonna be in the show notes. Great opportunity for us to connect. Great opportunity for you to submit segments, episode topics, anything you want. What pipe you're smoking? What drink you're drinking? Whatever you want. Galactic get by pipe club in the show notes. Heck yeah! If you have any. Uh- Pipe dreams, pipe nightmares, anecdotal topics, one smoke ring to rule them all subjects, smoke lore, tobacco through time, any other topics you want to hear us cover on the podcast, let us know. Send us over the email. Uh, send us your topics over to our email, show at getpipe.co. Or again, as Adam was talking about the Discord, we have our episode suggestions channel there, uh, which is a good way to do that. and. Since you're listening, give us a rating, give us a review on all of your podcast apps. You know, like if you have an iPhone, do it on your Apple Podcasts app. And if you also have a Spotify account, also do it on your Spotify account. And 
while you're at it, give us a subscribe. Give us the follow. It helps us. Makes it so you get that notification at 0400 on Thursdays. Every Thursday of the episode going live. And finally, please share with any and all pipe smokers of every age. They need to hear this. It's it's a change. We're 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 still bringing about the change in this community in the great way. Um, we're we're bringing a different different side of things. So so share with all the pipe smokers. Share with the men, the women, and the children too. But my good friend Adam, you you alluded to it a moment ago about about these words. But what are your wise words of wisdom this week, sir? Yeah, so I wanted to, I'm really hoping this being late in the episode is captured by uh, the folks who need to hear it. Uh, We kind of talked about it at the very beginning with the whole GPPC versus the GP, GGPC, the Galactic Pipe Pipe Club. Uh, For the folks who are not on Instagram, the folks who are not on Facebook, uh, well, we don't have Facebook. We should, though. Maybe that'll happen. Uh, Folks who aren't on Discord, uh, the Veros, YouTube's even. I mean, you should definitely go to the YouTube thing. But thank you. Thank you guys for being members of the GPPC. That's something that like we definitely overlook. Um, and it's not something I want to overlook. The amount of people who I bet I will run into at this year's Vegas or maybe even next year's uh, Chicago. There's going to be folks who don't have Instagram and don't know what the Discord is or you know, they might hear it every time and not want to go do it. And I, I'm, that's totally fine. This one is totally dedicated to you, man. I, I appreciate everything. I, I never want to, uh, like, I mean, the, the club's cool. And I do encourage you to join it. But there ain't nothing wrong with not being on the Instagram or, or the Varos and stuff. And, you know, just send a good old email to, to reach out or, man, a handwritten letter like my, my really good friend Larry now. Um, I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, yeah, man, I, I've gotten such good feedback. I, I bet there's people who leave reviews who aren't in the Discord as well. Um, and I don't know. I, I don't really know where to... I don't have any wisdom here, I guess. But I just wanted to kind of acknowledge and appreciate the folks who stayed at the very, very end especially. But everyone who listens from the very first second uh, and comes back the very next week who are maybe not a part of a, the Pipe Club, but you're still part of the GPPC, the Get Piped Pipe community. And yeah, we'll have to come up with a way to, you know, continue its growth path, you know, to, to keep welcoming in members. And I don't I never want to make you guys feel isolated for not joining, you know, some some app or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I really do appreciate you guys. Um, and as always, if you guys want to send any suggestions, reviews or whatever, you can absolutely, absolutely do so anonymously. Uh, just just let us know if you have a personal email that you don't want to be, you know, your name read. You can totally just say, hey, say this anonymously or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I, I appreciate everything. This The internet can be a scary place, so I don't necessarily need to blast, a, you know, Mike Jones's, <laughs> I don't know, name. I don't know, I just made that name up, but. Social security number. And- Mike, there's a guy named Mike Jones who's listening and he starts sweating right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, so thank, thank you guys so much. This, is one, this one is dedicated to not the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. Sorry, guys but to the GPPC. But in turn, those guys are also a part of it. So it's all kind of one big, happy audio family. 
True. I don't know. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. That that's really all I got. I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, whole series of Lord of the Rings to the folks who uh, I am very curious. So if you could reach out to me in some way, if you don't like or don't listen or don't watch Lord of the Rings in any way, and you did enjoy the series, just for besides my mom, <laughs> just for the fun of it, <laughs> um, that would be really awesome feedback. And uh, yeah, I. I our, our listenership had went up and I was worried it would go down. I was, I was worried a couple people would be like, okay, these are the episodes I'll tune out to. I'm not going to lie. There's other pipe podcasts that I listen to and they'll hit a series that I don't give a single about. And I just don't listen to it. I just wait till the next week. Um, and I mean, they're way more successful than me, so I'm not worried, but for you guys who continue <laughs> to listen every week, uh, at least try it. It means so much to us because as we grow, the, the analytics are important to us. Um, and yeah, it just shows that we're doing the right thing and then we're going to continue to do it. So that's it. Words of wisdom over. You guys are done listening to me, but you guys have all just been piped. And until the next piping, we are out.